Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. What's up? How you doing? You happy? Huh? Well, if you're happy and you know it, a number of ways you could express that. Are you happy? If you're not happy, get happy. I'm going to have to re-watch that Everything, Everywhere, All at Once movie that got nominated for all the Oscars that, according to Wikipedia, is about enjoying every moment of life. I watched the movie. That's not what I took away from it. I took about it. I took away from it the importance of kung fu in uh, workplace fights. That's what I took away from it. Wow. Spoiler alert. Um, yeah, well, I like a good mind-bending movie. I well, like a good... you'll like this one. Wait a minute. When is this scene? Where? How did they? Mm, I would this like is a you mind to, bender. I would like you to watch it and tell me what it was about. So I, I would feel be delighted. Like I, don't feel like I wasted my time. Do I have to go to a theater? Mm, I saw it on one of your streaming services. Oh, really? I have all the streaming services though, so I don't know. Well, my uh, beloved bride has no interest in mind bending movies whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So this is the week because she's out of town. More of a boy meets girl. They fall in love. Have some problems that ultimately get married. Sort of movie. Yeah, big fan of that. I understand the appeal of those versus what the hell was that I just watched. Right. Right. And it makes me feel stupid. That's the part I'd hate, is I don't like it. If I don't get it, I I get, I feel like I'm an idiot. This was made for people smarter than me. I'm not smart enough to enjoy this movie. I walk away feeling bad. I paid 12 bucks to feel stupid. I don't need that. I can feel stupid for free. Right. Right. Daily. Uh, Yeah, I totally hear you. I, I've made it clear before that the realization dawned on me about a year, two years ago, that I am the saddest level of intelligence. <laughs> I'm just smart enough to comprehend how dumb I am, how smart I'm not, if you prefer that term. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, well, it's uh, what I must live with. Anyway, so uh, speaking of uh, intellect and that sort of thing, uh, here's a question for you. Why... Are they teaching your kids that you need to learn people's pronouns, that you have to use their preferred pronouns? 
I've done a fair amount of reading on this topic. I believe it's to ease them into the there's no such thing as a man and a woman radical gender theory crap. But Andrew Sullivan's a hell of a smart guy, and he was talking to a liberal Bill Maher the other night, and they got into a similar uh, uh, area, and uh, we all thought it was uh, pretty good. Let's go ahead. We'll start with one, Michael, and pause. We'll go from there. Why, why do you have to teach it? Why does a four-year-old come in? Instead of teaching them the colors, you're telling them, pick your pronoun. Well, yeah. Where on earth did that come from? Uh, and right. who, who told us it was going to be imposed on children? And now it's yes. in school curriculum everywhere. I told my kids when this wokeness started happening, this gender thing started happening, it's pretty new. I said, don't be coming home with your gender pronouns. You better be coming home with A's and B's. I mean, that's what it really should be about, our education system. Wow. Well, and it's not but more and more, you look at these curriculum, it's all about that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's that, all about thing. identity. It's all about being queer or trans. I mean, children can't understand that stuff. Not in kindergarten. That's a good point. And, and the point that they glossed, glossed over about, it's all about this, is, um, and, and you, you're aware of this if you're in education, all of the powerful Activists saying physics needs to be about equity, mathematics, algebra. They need to be about equity, about eliminating white supremacy and the patriarchy. Every topic is about this. It's so Maoist. It's so Marxist. More with uh, Mar Andrew Sullivan. Oh, uh, the uh, the gal there is uh, Congresswoman Nancy Mace of South Carolina. I don't want to teach five-year-olds about no. being gay. I think it's, wait a well, little bit. And, and they'll pick it up anyway. It's not like they can't watch the TV. I mean, <laughs> you don't, but what they're doing is not telling them that. They're telling them something worse. They're telling them that people can choose to be a boy or a girl or neither or both or something else entirely. Right. That is a lie. You can't. And it's done in order to placate certain special interests in Washington, namely the LGBTQIA plus people who also have been captured by the far left. We should say I, no I, to this. I, I, that's, I know. Why is it? I don't I just don't understand why this is the hill the Democratic Party wants to die on. Because they're too scared. Both parties are too scared. They're, they're, scared bullied, the they're, they're scared bullied the by the what? extreme right. Bullied by the yes. extreme left, and no one has the balls to say, no, no, we haven't had a moment yet. And again, when someone stands up and says no. We're not, not none of this is anti-trans. No. Uh, Andrew Sullivan is a gay man, by the way. Out and proud gay man, conservative. Mm. Um, mm. And uh, not uh, not down with the whole trans uh, moment we're having, apparently. No, indeed. Uh, uh, one more clip, then we will discuss. And, you know, it sometimes gets to me that when the younger ones tell me that I'm the dinosaur, do you know what we of our generation went through as gay men and women? Right. Do you know what we really did? Do you know the questions we really did? Do you know the the actual oppression of of dying in the streets? Right. Of dying of AIDS? Of fighting for basic civil rights? And they turn around and tell us you're an old has-been, you need to just go away. Right. And not only that, you hate trans people. They say immediately, you hate people. I don't hate people. No, of course not. I cherish a trans kid. I just don't want a little gay kid to be told suddenly he might be a girl inside. I don't want kids who are not able to make these kind of decisions decide to have medication, medicalization, sterilization, drugs before they've even hit puberty. Yeah. It's just wrong. 
The New York well, Times, even the Washington Post, have begun to consider maybe there are problems with these puberty yes. blockers and these early interventions, and maybe we shouldn't intervene so early. And the Biden administration is no enemies whatsoever to the left ever. Right. We will never say anything but this is essential, obvious, and we should transfer it as, as, as soon as possible. And it, it's just, I don't even think Biden is that behind this, but, I, but he's certainly controlled by people who are. Uh, we wondered wh- why this hasn't happened and when it would happen. So there you have a gay man who's concerned about a, a little gay boy like he was, you know, being convinced. Well, you're obviously a girl then. Right. No. The case. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I'm a guy who likes guys, which is not the same as being a girl. Right. Exactly. The case is not that you're a gay man and you should be happy and proud or whatever. No, the case is that. You're in the wrong body. Something sick has happened here. Something terrible has happened here. You need to take surgery and drugs to fix you. You have more and more gay people standing up, but realizing, whoa, we got wrapped into this alphabet soup and plus and minus and two spirit, whatever else. Oh, I didn't ask to be included in this and I don't like it. And, and we need more of you folks, honestly, to stand up to the insanity of the whole a, a, a girl who's somewhat butch should get surgery, get a mastectomy, an adolescent girl or drugs or whatever to turn her into a man because she's butch. Good God. How did we get here? Yeah, it certainly happened in the blink of an eye, it feels like. So one more note on this topic, as long as we're talking about it, I touched uh, on this uh, this editorial is about the Brit Music Awards, where they've eliminated the Best Male Artist and Best Female Artist Awards because Sam Smith, the famous song guy who was on Saturday Night Live the other day, considers himself non-binary. And he said he's being excluded from the awards if they give awards for men and for women. <clears throat> and so they eliminated the categories altogether. Now it's just best artist, and it happened to be all men who got nominated, including, I think, Sam Smith, who isn't a man, but he's one of the people nominated. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so this article's talking about this, and this other, this gal who uh, calls herself non-binary and says it felt very uncomfortable be, to be nominated as best actress. Anyway, these people Did and other... <clears throat> When, when's it? When's it coming to the United States? I'm surprised it hasn't yet. Will we see our first speech? Soon. Will we see our first speech at the Oscars, where somebody gets up there and I must, I must say that I am against the idea of having categories for men and women, and you know, a bunch of people stand up and cheer and stuff like. That. Is that going to happen? Wow, good question. If I had to bet on that in some sort of weird compulsory casino. I would bet that, yes, that's going to happen this year. If not on the stage, at least like red carpet somewhere, somewhere around the Oscars, there's going to be that argument made. So uh, so this uh, editorialist says, so these people and other fashionably post-gender celebs opted out of sex and by extension out of sexed awards. It's on them. Why should awards change to accommodate the faddish belief of not the non-binary clique? That's the other point. The staggering narcissism, narcissism of the non-binary ideology. 
These people really do believe that the entire world should mold itself around their ideology. Male and female awards must be scrapped. Female toilets, changing rooms, and other private spaces must be thrown open to men who feel like women. Even language itself must be twisted and bent to these people's identity fields. So we're all expected to use preferred pronouns and even a mangle grammar by using they to refer to a single person. My use of the he pronoun for Smith and the she pronoun for these other ladies will be judged by some as a heinous act of bigotry. But I am not willing to sacrifice the sense and universalism of the language I use to appease the fever dreams of a minority movement. And here's the part, excuse me, that I think is really good. For the narcissist, the world is a mirror, said Christopher Lash, the writer and philosopher. The narcissist must always see his grandiose self reflected in the attentions of others. So it is with the trans movement. It expects every realm of society, every award ceremony, every woman's space, every linguistic tradition to bow and scrape before its post-truth, ahistorical belief that people are whatever sex they say they are. The truly oppressive force was not the Brits having male and female categories, but the pressure put on the Brits to scrap those categories in order to flatter the narcissistic delusions of a few non-binaries. This is the opposite of a civil rights movement. Progressive movements in the past were concerned with changing the world to make it better for all. The regressive navel-gazing cult of gender play is obsessed with altering the world so that its own adherents never have to encounter an idea or space that dents their fragile egos. The irony of their misuse of the word they is that they are typically focused on me, me, me. So that reminded me of when uh, Chappelle says, when somebody says, they're after you after saying that stuff. And he says, is that one they or several they? <laughs> right, right. Finally, this is Brendan O'Neill, who is the chief political writer for this publication. This is a serious philo- there is a f- serious philosophical question in all this. Should people have the right to liberate themselves from reality? I say no. Sam Smith and Emma Corrin and the rest can wear what they want, call themselves what they want, and use whatever pronouns they want. But why should the rest of us have to play along with them and abandon everything we know to be true and right? Sam Smith is a man. Emma Corrin is a woman, and it is not bigotry to say so. Truth is never bigotry. I feel like if Bill Maher and Ricky Gervais and a number of other people, you know, on the left. Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle are people of the left are on the side of this argument that we're just presenting. I would think it's going to win in the end, but I don't know. I think it will eventually. Those are all Um, 50 plus or even older. There will be a lot of damage done, a lot of people hurt between now and sanity re-prevailing, though, and that's unfortunate. Man, do I like statistics on a variety of topics. Got some for you coming up. Did you know the Church of Scientology pulls below Satanism <laughs> as a philosophy? Hmm. Hey, you got to you gotta get more pamphlets out there or come up with a new advertising campaign when you're polling below Satanism uh, and a bunch of other stuff for you. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, 
fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Michael, we have breaking news. Breaking news. When news breaks, the donkey brays at the Armstrong and Getty Show. You're going to roll your eyes and say, all right, then. But here it is. Vice President Mike Pence discovered classified documents in his Indiana home. <laughs> what a stupid son of a bitch. He informed Congress uh, today he discovered documents bearing classified markings. He immediately put them in a safe and had the FBI come to his home and get them. Nobody wants to talk about the nature of any of these documents. Everything's classified. Everything's overclassified. I can't hear this stuff anymore until I know the nature of the documents. Well, this is good news, I think, for Trump and Biden in that it just waters it down more in its importance. Clearly, all of these people regularly take this stuff home, so. They bear classified markings. Okay. The other business breaking news is that Walmart just announced they're raising minimum wage at their places by $2. Um, government doesn't declare minimum wage. It's based on the need for labor, the labor market, and people's wages are rising. They need more workers. Coming up, what most parents want for their kids, or what kids, what parents most want for their kids, uh, which is kind of an interesting discussion. $10,000 uh, each. <laughs> you get it? I don't think you get it. <laughs> You're selling your children is the point of that joke. <laughs> exactly. Um, you do get it. <laughs> <laughs> so this particular poll is about belief systems. It's primarily religions, but they're calling them belief systems, uh, which, you know, 
Um, uh, and uh, do you have a favorable view or unfavorable view? Okay, pretty simple question. Mm-hmm. And at the top, with the most favorable view, is Christianity, just in general, Christianity. Plus 54 for Republicans, plus 29 for Democrats. Obviously more uh, more liked by Republicans than uh, Democrats, but still quite positive for Christianity. That's okay. higher than I would have guessed, actually. You break it down a little bit. Well, first of all, go to the bottom of the chart. You want you know what ranks the very bottom? Minus 55 for R's, minus 51 for D's. The Church of Scientology. It's, it's very similar numbers. It's similar... Uh, but even lower than Satanism. Wow. Democrats are only minus 32 on Satanism. To comment on the story, please welcome the Armstrong and Getty Show, Old Scratch, Evil Incarnate, Satan. Come on hey, in. Hey, how you doing? Come on in, Beelzebub. Oh, yeah. Open the, the door. Play the door. In comes I don't, I don't actually need the door. I could just go through it. But Walking uh, on your hooves? Yeah, I tell you, I uh, heard the intro, and uh, there are things Scientology does I wouldn't dream of doing. I mean, it's just, it's its too much. It's sick. It's sick. Wow. I'm not surprised Satanism has a better image. I can't handle the we, smell. We try. I can't consistency. handle I hate the smell of sulfur. You got to get out of here. Look, we're evil. We're happy to tell you we're evil. I mean, it's, we're, we're straightforward about it. Yeah, you smell like rotten eggs. Out. Yeah, go to hell. That was a joke. <laughs> I can hear him through the door, apparently. Um, Again, I don't need doors. Now I'm leaving. <laughs> Uh, what else ranks toward the bottom? That's kind of interesting. So Church of Scientology, Satanism, Jehovah's Witnesses, very, very poor PR. They need to hmm. get a positive. Uh, Church of Latter-day Saints, way toward the bottom. Really? Yeah. Islam, way down. Minus 42 for Republicans, minus 5 for Democrats. What are the for, numbers on the LDS Church? One of the biggest faiths on the planet. Yeah. Um, I can hit you with that when we come back. And then what parents most want for their kids. Is this, uh, how bad a deal is this? I mean, how bad a thing is this for our society? You can tell me. If you missed an hour of the show, grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. 
In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. GameBridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Please visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Do you have any type of a timetable as to what you might want to do regarding your football career? Jim, if I knew what I was going to do, I'd have already done it. Okay, I'm taking it a day at a time. I sense you're antagonized by the question. <laughs> you're scratching. <laughs> I appreciate your asking. Thank you. I don't mind Tom Brady acting that way to Jim Gray because I want Jim Gray to get run over by a steamroller. I hate Whoa, him. Whoa, wait, what? Wait, what? I hate him. Um. Anyway, Tom Brady with an F-bomb. That's oh, uh, awful here. Multiple F-bombs. This is, this is terrible. Uh, for some reason yesterday, I opted out of the M&M story, the candy, not the rapper. Lose yourself. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> uh, what's going on with the M&M candy? Oh, Lord. With the short, uh, the very short version. Well, uh, it has to be slightly longer because the Babylon Bee released an and hilarious video. <laughs> About an M&M that identifies as a Skittle. Um, Funny. Anyway. Oh, uh, yeah. They, uh, you remember they remodeled their spokes candies, including, what was it, the green M&M went from wearing high heels to now, mm-hmm. uh, like, tennis shoes, because she's more hip and butch and the rest. She used know. to have go-go boots. Well, evidently, there was backlash, he says, rolling his eyes as far as they'll go. <laughs> and so now M&M's has decided against having talking candies represent them and instead has hired Meyer Rudolph, uh, who, formerly of SNL fame. Who is hilarious, and I would imagine <clears throat> will make some fantastic advertisements. If you don't know their names uh, by heart, she was the gal who did the rather hilarious and dismissive Kamala Harris imitation. And Whitney Houston. Bobby B. Um, that's and a going back other, some. Yeah, yep. I'd say. Uh, 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 okay, that's probably all I need to know about that. So I feel like it was one of those kind of made-up controversies where they were able to get, like, three-quarters of America to know that they hired a new spokesperson for their candy. I mean, that's a pretty good PR campaign. You got every news outlet in America to mention your new spokesperson for your minor snack. That, that's pretty you, cool. You know, we need to get, let's get the audio from that uh, that. Babylon B video, it's pretty good. It is a classic example of how humor is often the most persuasive editorial. 
We should play that next, next segment. I love that. And yeah, the breaking news is they found classified documents at Mike Pence's home. So do with that what you will. Well, he did, and he alerted everybody to it. So I think every politician from the assistant postmaster general on up is going through their files and, oh, shoot, this one's marked classified. So Ross Duthat of the New York Times said this was a very troubling statistic for the future of American families. You tell me. So this is the Pew Research Center. Talking to parents. Percentage of parents saying it is blank important. That is extremely important, very important, someone important, not too important, not at all important. Okay. Percentage of parents saying it is blank important to them that their children do each of the following as adults. Now, I'm very happy to see that almost 90% of parents say it's extremely or very important that their kids be financially independent as an adult. Wow. Almost 90%. Somewhat is 10%. So you're at 98% between uh, extremely and somewhat. So almost every parent says their kid needs to be financially independent. That's that's definitely good news. Mm -hmm. And uh, same numbers roughly for have jobs or careers they enjoy. I really want that for my kids. I want the first one more than the second one. If the second one can go with the first one, that's fantastic. But. Earn a college degree is next on the list. 41%, extremely very. I'm not there. 32, somewhat. I suppose I'd be a somewhat for my kids. And then about a third, not too much or not at all. Kind of interesting. I feel like yeah. that number's down from previous years, but I don't know. Yeah, all three of my kids have college degrees, but um, but if one I have times are changing, and and my youngest one, the most recent, obviously, was always going to. She's just that sort of person on that sort of track. But, but if one of them, had if told I you, had to do it again, I'd be somewhat. But if one of them had told you I wasn't going to college, how bummed would you have been? Oh, uh, mm, yeah, I, I would have been a little surprised, but I would have said, all right, well, what's your plan? I mean, that's yeah, fine. There are a number of ways to attack life. Let's talk about I it. I wouldn't be bothered at all. Yeah, you know, I would be. The next question would be, what is your plan? Because you got to do something, obviously. But. I'd have screamed out of my house, you ignoramus, <laughs> and disowned them, obviously. <laughs> <clears throat> Write a 15-page term paper on how you can no longer live here. <laughs> so then down to the next numbers and this is where it gets to the is this troubling or not and i gotta believe these numbers were roughly 100 percent a century ago maybe even 50 years ago they're not 100 percent now they're 20 percent always have to remind ourselves 50 years ago was 1973 yeah parents probably uh Percentage of parents saying it is blank important to them that their children get married. Only one out of five say extremely important. Only one or have children. Only one out of five. I got to believe. I don't know, but I'm guessing that if you went back 100 years, it'd be like the same numbers as that other stuff. Like 90% of parents would say, yeah, it's extremely important that my kids get married Hmm. as adults and have children as adults. And now it's smallest number do they have uh, what's the roughly extremely half, and very well roughly half i guess this is, I, I probably did this backwards when we do this for real this is the rehearsal when we do this for real i will do this in a different way okay. roughly half of parents say not at all or not too much 
It's just not really that important to roughly half of parents at all mm. for your kids to get married or have children, which is interesting. Ross Duthat says that's a very troubling view of the future of American families. That it, I would agree. Not a yeah. priority at all. Yeah, I would absolutely agree. I think the children thing, th- those are two very different questions. Um, I want all of my kids to be married and have happy marriages. I want that a great deal for them. Um, as as life goes on, your looser associations, um, they're just not the same. Um, the kid thing is a very individual thing. Well, I'll say uh, I'll be the controversial one, though. I, uh, I find yes. for me, uh, the only meaning in life that has existed for me is having children. I just I, I don't I don't see much point without having kids. So I really, really want my kids to have kids for their own benefit. I think it'll make their lives much more meaningful and enjoyable. Doesn't have to be that way for everybody, but I believe that for me, and I do believe it for my kids. That's not what most people believe, according to this. Clearly. So I'm an outlier. I am in the wrong. Yeah, so give me the percentages again for having kids. Um, Almost half are not at all or not too much for both getting married and having kids. Yeah, see, I have three kids, and it varies completely. By kid? Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll be heartbroken if uh, one or two of my kids don't have kids. But Kate, my kid who's on the autism spectrum, is overwhelmed by life. It would surprise me very, very much if she ever had kids. And she has no plans to, which I think is fine. Yeah, well, that would be one of those, like we always talk about, if it doesn't apply to you, it doesn't apply to you sort of situations. Well, no. It's a different, but, slightly different but, situation. Well, no, no, it's not. This you don't is, think so? N- no, because we're talking about percentages. I'm pointing out that in my case, 33% of my children know I'm definitely not answering. Uh, yes, it's very important. Hmm, that's funny. I wasn't even thinking of it as a them as individuals. I was just thinking of it in general. Oh, in general, I mean, if you're going to make a general guideline, yeah, I'm with you completely. Mm. Um, but no, I just, no, not everybody's cut out to have kids. Um, what, do you, what do you think about my guess about the numbers 100 years ago or 50 years ago? Oh, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, Isn't it'd that be something? very, very high. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is a sea change, as they say. Well, it's, it's really, it's interesting that, and there's a whole bunch of categories like this. That our attitudes have changed so much. I mean, so if it's gone from like 90 to 100%, like I'm guessing it was 50 years ago, down to 20, that's a, there are major ramifications to the structure, to everything in society. Absolutely yeah. everything. The economy, crime, obviously, just everything you can think of. Taxes, social programs, government policy, transportation, everything. Foreign policy, war, all, all kinds right. of different things. Um, uh, and nobody ever talks about this stuff. I mean, because that's a major change in the way we look at the world and, uh, and don't hardly ever talk about it. I was reading a piece of uh, thinking the other day. It was a piece of writing. You can't read thinking, per se. But I was reading some buddies thinking that they put in writing uh, that uh, posited that, indeed, all the jabbering about the U.S., Europe, the China century, blah, 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 needs to shut up. It's Africa. It's all about Africa 50 years from now. Their populations are booming. 
They're exploding. They're growing like crazy. Their economies are heading straight up. Now, granted, they got nowhere to go but up, uh, but it's clearly Africa that's going to drive the conversation in 50 years. Yeah, I've, I've, I've read, I took in a great podcast a while back where there's a bunch of thinkers talking about the uh, you know the, the the drop in birth rate and families not getting together and all that sort of stuff and how that's going to affect our politics. There's a different way you're likely viewing the world if you don't have kids because you're I mean you might be a super generous care about humanity thing sort of person and mm-hmm. you know want the future to be bright for America and all that without kids that, that makes sense but it ain't the same as you actually have kids that are going to be alive in this world for the decades after you're dead. You might think it is, but it's not. Right. And um, so if it's just you while you're here and you can actually say, I've heard Bill Maher say on his show a bunch of times, I'll be dead by then. What do I care? Well, yeah, I care because my kids are going to be like, when they're my age, I don't want them to live in a country where, you know, we're completely broken under the thumb of China, for instance. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, Another reason Africa is going to be ascendant in 50 years is they have way, way more elephants than we do. I mean, the elephant imbalance is, it's not even close. And not talked about. Hardly at no. all. Right. The E factor, as I refer to it. So did we have any luck coming up with the hilarious and Joe says thought-provoking? Video controversial. Very controversial. I. It was you who rashly requested it for today. I think we need to listen to it. Oh, okay. Has it got some uh, naughty language in it? No, no, and I think it's all thoroughly defensible. But, I mean, let's uh, we both realize this, folks, and you probably do too, that when we are crusading against the extremes of your queer theory, your gender theory, etc., there are plenty of people who would love to ruin us for it. Oh, yeah. I am completely aware of that. Yeah, so it bears being at least somewhat uh, judicious in how we go about it. Look at you being prudent. Old Prudent Joe. That's what they call him. New Leaf. Um, uh, We'll finish strong next. (laughs) Armstrong and Getty. We got this text, so I looked into it. Middle-aged elderly men conduct mass shootings in California, prompting President Biden to call for increasing the age to purchase assault weapons to 21. Gotta love Joe's logic. Maybe we should ban men from purchasing weapons, since they're the ones that usually do the shooting. Um, Yeah, that's always been one of my problems with the whole... Reaction to these shootings when they propose gun legislation. Almost always, almost always, like 90% of the time, it wouldn't have stopped the shooting that gave you the political energy to call for your new law. And that's always seemed so weird to me politically. Why you wouldn't, like, try to craft a law around the most recent shooting that you could say, look, this wouldn't have happened if we had this. But it's almost always the opposite. 
Yeah, we've talked about this through the years, and I've tried in various ways to explain it. Sometimes I'm a little more charitable than at other times, but there are there are a couple of groups of people. There's one group of people who feels the emotional need to do something, and you propose a law like that, and they're like, yes, we've done something, and they're happy, and they're satisfied. But then the other group of people says, yeah, we're doing something, but we're not addressing the problem. You, there, that would have had no effect on what has been done before. I want to do something too, but that's useless. We got to keep working at it. Yeah, and since since it hasn't worked though, all these years getting any gun legislation through that way, I, I would think that maybe uh, you should make the reason to say let's only propose things that would have had an effect on the shooting that's in the news at the time. Because our other way has not worked. (laughs) You're making a plea for logic to illogical people. So he, he, the president spoke today. He wants to bring back the assault weapons ban. uh, And he had Senator Dianne Feinstein of California introduce legislation that would ban assault weapons and raise the purchasing age to 21. Again, which would not have had effect on these roughly 70-year-old Asian dudes who I don't know what guns they use. Do you? Um, one had a rifle and a handgun. Well, no, because those those accounts changed. Uh, no, I I don't know for certain. I don't remember. Or or I've heard so much misinformation. I'm not sure which is true. Yeah. So I'm not even I, sure. I could look it up easily enough. But let's say they both had AR-15s or something very similar. Okay. Yeah, and again, I don't know that they did. All right. Well, and just the 10 second version of this, in case you're not hip to it, is the difficulty with banning a machine and a gun as a machine is that you've got to describe that machine in the law. And then if somebody can build a very, very similar machine that's functionally the same, but a different machine, that machine isn't banned by the law. And if you make a law so broad that it can ban any sort of machine that's like that, it's absolutely going to run afoul of the Second Amendment. Right, exactly. We have a Second Amendment that says I get to have a gun, and you have to explain to me why this gun doesn't fall under that. Um, the most cynical view of this would be Biden thought, hey, 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 I'll come out here and, and, and ask for something that half the country really hates, and that'll be the first panel on the cable news shows today instead of my freaking documents. Sure, and or you're just rallying the base because they want it. Almost finished. Let's get ready. Final thoughts with Armstrong and Getty. Wistful. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. (laughs) Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew, starting with our technical director, Michelangelo. Michael, a final thought for us. Yeah, yesterday I visited the eye doctor, which is always fun, because I always think about different eye charts, funny eye charts that I would make for my patients. One that I thought of would be U R A D U M M Y. Have him read it, you know. I love it. Ah, Hilarious. Killing time at the old eye doctor. Uh, Jack, do you have a final thought for us? Ah, uh, yeah. Look, look for me to bring Grim to my final thought. So the war in Ukraine has now pushed the doomsday clock. You know what the doomsday clock is? It's a group of people who came up with the clock as a metaphor to how close we are to blowing up the planet. The doomsday clock is as close to midnight as it has ever been in its history because of the current state of the war in Ukraine. Wow. Wow. 
Depends, of course, on which doomsday time zone you're in. But right, I appreciate exactly. the, uh, the thought. Uh, my final thought is: Have you seen the picture of the mountain lion that that former NFL player tracked and killed in Colorado? I think it was. No. It was killing all sorts of local pets and animals and stuff. This thing is the size of a regular lion. And I have no desire to kill and kill beasts. I don't want to. If you want to, go ahead. But if it was a dangerous beast, the beast that was like killing animals or hurting people, I would do it in a second. Isn't that interesting? Hmm. It's from an instinctive thing, feel. I don't know. I don't know what that means. I don't want it to eat my dog, but I really don't want it to eat me. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. So many great clicks there. Check it out. See you tomorrow. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. When it's over, it is over. It is over. And that's it. I said bye. Adios, mofo. Are you sure of that, dude? Well, yep. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> let me say. Let me say one thing. Yeah, I tell you, I uh, heard the intro, and uh, there are things Scientology does I wouldn't dream of doing. I mean, it's just it's it's too much. It's sick. <laughs> it's sick. Wow. I'm not surprised Satanism has better. Thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at AvalonWaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated.